Stuff. It's episode 15 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. It's July. The summer is here. And when I think of summer, I think of summer camp. And we have KB Worley on the show today, whose brand new album, Camp Songs Volume 1, just came out. When I think of the summer, I also think about how great it feels to come in from the outside when it's very, very hot and you just get engulfed by the cold of the air conditioning. And we check in with our friends from Chibi Kodama, who give us an excuse to sit on the couch and chill for a night this summer. And lastly, when I think of summer, I think of July 4th and freedom, and I think of the city of Philadelphia. And I think, what is it about the city of Philadelphia? And Josh the lawyer figured it out for me. Liberty, freedom, the pursuit of justice, and lunch. That's right. Josh the lawyer goes to the home of liberty and tells us all about his cheesesteak. We also have 4 plus 1. Hope everyone's staying cool. We'll talk to you at the end of the show. It's four plus one. You know the drill. The top four songs in my Toyota Sienna plus one that I try to get my kids to listen to. Although this week's plus one is a little bit different. I was in a little bit of a dancey mood this week as we were listening to music in the car. And I think that that'll be reflected in some of the songs you hear today. Coming in at number four is Dinosaur Stomp by Cuckoo Kangaroo. Coming in at number three is a song that is really appealing to me if you've been listening to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. It's called I Love Food by the Not It's. Number two and picking up the dance theme again is Robot Dance by the Pop-Ups. Coming in at number one is Grapes by Andrew and Polly. Who doesn't love grapes? I love grapes. And I met this really funny guy. He was tall and silly and he had on green pants. But he was like telling me this story. And it was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go home and I'm going to eat some grapes. La, 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 grapes. La, 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 grapes. La, 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 grapes. Our plus one this week is actually from Josh the Lawyer, who saw Paul Simon live in concert at the Wolf Trap Theater in Virginia, and he decided that this week's plus one must be Paul Simon, and I could not agree more. This week, it's Rewrite from the album So Beautiful or So What. I've been working on my rewrite, that's right. I'm gonna change the ending. Gonna throw away my title and toss it in the trash. Every minute after midnight. All the time I'm standing It's just for working on the rewrite That's right And I'm gonna turn it into cash that's a wrap on this week's 4 Plus 1. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything that you heard, you can find all of this music on Amazon, Spotify, or Apple Music. Support these artists. Four, four, four plus one.
I'll tell you where I am right now. So um, you'll appreciate this, I think. My yeah. wife is a um, camp director. Oh, and, amazing. Yeah, and uh, so it, and we're up in uh, Sonoma County. She's in Sonoma. Uh, and yeah. so um, I uh, there's no cell phone service. So right. I got my, uh, my handy-dandy Zoom H4N and got there in the car. Go. Um, right now I'm at a, in a parking lot at a place called Safari West, which is like the biggest animal preserve outside of Africa. Wow. So, yeah. So, we're rolling. All right. <laughs> yeah. Live so, how from, are you? The, from the uh, Safari Preserve. Yeah, live. From the yeah, this is a whole new thing, right? Yeah. Um, so, how are you doing? Thanks for doing this. This is awesome. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's no, so, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's so cool to so cool to meet you. I have uh, I, I am so impressed at your ability to separate the hands and the feet. <laughs> 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 thank you yeah a work in progress a work in progress yeah but it sounds like you got it going so I listened to the record man good good it's like totally different totally unique like I think you're really onto it oh wow well yeah. I mean you know as as I've been talking about the record I just I just have to give my thanks to Pat Hanlon who produced it yeah and knocked it out of the park it's a collaboration uh but he you know after talking and sharing music together and thinking about the songs he's like okay here's my here are my ideas and it's like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. keep it coming so, keep it coming yeah mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. well uh i guess i guess i should say we're here with keith aka kb Worley. <laughs> looks like we started we don't want to yeah. miss him. we don't want to miss a minute of this it's uh it's Father's Day. Happy Father's yes. Day. Thank you. To you, too. Thank yes. You. Oh, yeah. Well, three times over. Three times Look over. out. Three's a charm. <laughs> Lucky number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you are, you're in Boston? Uh, I'm in Marblehead, which is north of Boston, but yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, as I told you, I'm in my uh, mobile studio in a parking lot. <laughs> Beautiful. And um, did you ju- were you just in New York? Were you just in New York City, did I see? I was on Thursday. I played Madison Square uh, Kids Park, which was terrific. Yeah. And uh, that was uh, a little three-day tour. I went to Philly and D.C. and ended up in New York. So. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. And this is all in uh, something we're going to talk about, I think, uh, at, at length, or at least for us at length, is, right. in, uh, is in relation to a new record, right? And we just yes. talked about it a little bit. So, so uh, give, us the, give us the backstory. Uh, the backstory goes that last summer, when my daughter was coming home from camp at the end of the day, singing songs from her newly minted camp songbook, <laughs> you know, uh, I was just so kind of inspired by that and, um, you know, started thinking about uh, an album of camp songs. You know, every kid goes to camp. Well, I mean, every kid goes and has a summer vacation of some sort, an adventure, I should say, of some sort. Uh, you know, whether it's in the treehouse in your backyard or what. And um, you learn these songs, right? Like, we know these songs. The Littlest Worm and the Bumblebee song and Hello Mother, Hello Fada. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we grow up as adults, and but we never forget those. And so there was something about that that was wonderful uh, to go. And when I started to play them, uh, they just got a little whirly. <laughs> got a little whirly, right? And so yeah. we should say that... Uh, uh, you you go by KB Worley. That's your stage name, AKA. So how did that how did that name come about? 
Well, it's funny. Uh, it, it's been an evolution. I three years ago, I think when I or, or when I released my first uh, record, it was called the Whirly Gigs, and I was coming out as the Whirly Gigs. And uh, my wife and I were walking through the streets one night of the town where we live. You know, quiet, beautiful little town. And she pointed and said, "Hey, what's that thing called?" on the top of the garage, you know, and I, and I said, you mean a, a weather vane? <laughs> and she said, no, she said, no, I think it's got another word. I think it's like a whirly gig or something. And I said, whirly gig. Well, that's a great name for a band, you know, for a kid's band. Uh, and it stuck and it was nice that way. And so I started using the whirly gigs, but, uh, I got some good advice that I didn't listen to <laughs> the first time around. Uh-huh. And when I did listen to it, you know, people were confused because I'm a one-man band when I perform live. And I would introduce myself as, you know, hey, I'm, I'm KB Whirly of the Whirly Gigs or Mr. Whirly. Uh, but it didn't translate necessarily in talking to, you know, people. Um, so I changed it to Mr. Whirly Gig, which I thought was pretty, you know, I just like great. It. Yeah, yeah. I like that, yeah. And then I got some more good advice, <laughs> which I didn't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you know when folks said uh, there's a lot of misters you know out there doing amazing things is there something that you can do differently so I, I for a very short time I released a, a Mr. Whirly gig single at Halloween last year under the Mr. Whirly uh-huh. and uh, and then and then sort of listened to the good advice and as I was ramping up for uh, the next sort of work, I have, for once and for all, you've heard it here now. Breaking. I, I have breaking. Um, I have officially and forevermore been uh, donned, if you will. I uh-huh. don't know. Uh-huh. Knighted, perhaps. Knighted. knighted. I would say knighted, yeah. In a Candyland world <laughs> uh, as KB Worley. Okay. That's, how we, that's right. how we roll from here on in. Amen. Well, I, I like <laughs> it. I like it a lot. So, um, and I think that you, you've got a, an interesting aesthetic. Um, and for those of, uh, maybe our younger listeners may not really know what that means, but like, you got a thing, you got a thing that's like truly uniquely yours, um, from, from style to how you perform in concert. And this is something that we've talked about a little bit. And as a musician, I, I'm very, uh, I find to be very challenging and very cool. And, and that when you perform live, you, you're going at this as like the one man band and the way that you described it, I'll let you describe it. Um, I thought was really interesting and I immediately got it. So, um, how did that come to be and what is that all about? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a few things really that factor into it. Uh, one of them is that I was, I was always sort of a solo musician, you know, I was a classical pianist and then, uh, I was kind of, you know, a campfire guitar player. I never really, I wasn't in a lot of bands and putting bands together and rehearsing and being in bands, it it was a little much for me as a father, as a parent, you know, as a husband to, uh, to, to wrap my head around that. So, so there was so there was just a practicality piece to it as and then um, uh, I would say the second piece is that I discovered loopers you know as a, as yeah. a, in my 30s whatever Andrew Bird and uh, Bernhoft are the two biggies that stick out for me and so here's one guy uh, with a bunch of instruments 
just doing the whole thing. And that was really exciting to me from a performance point of view to be able to really do all this stuff. I think that's a show, you know, mm -hmm. you want to put on a show. And then the third and kind of maybe the, the furthest back is that uh, I remember Mary Poppins as an incredibly powerful imprint you know as a kid and that first scene with uh, dick van dyke playing a one-man band it was just captivating to me and so it was you know just kicking around uh all this time and that's sort of how i how i uh went about it and when i when i started to want to learn how to do that because i'm not a drummer per se and i went to the streets you know to do it in the streets and learn kind of that process like like uh, busking like um yeah 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 oh, wow. I, I did a lot of you know i went uh, to the town halls of boston and cambridge and i got a performer's permit to play on the street where it was just very i don't know i mean that could freak a lot of people out but it, for me it was kind of a safe place to just be bad <laughs> you know <laughs> and like and by bad you don't mean like michael jackson bad you mean like oh, i mean like oh that poor man <laughs> somebody give him some soup <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah amazing uh, please yeah yeah so um as a musician and then this is this might get a little uh a nerdy for a moment but i would love uh, I'd love to know your 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 touring setup. Let's call it your touring setup. So what what goes into the KB Whirly one man band when you have a show at like Madison Square Kids Park something like that? Yeah, um, great question. I began searching for apparatus and you know looking in YouTube one man band and different um, different things, and I found uh, a guy named Pete Farmer. And Farmer Foot Drums, shout hey, out. Farmer, shout out, uh, yeah, shout out to Farmer Foot Drums who makes and designs these really incredible uh, instruments and called foot drums. And um, I started out with uh, um, three, uh, sh three sort of percussive instruments. I have a little jingle stick, and I have an egg shaker, and then there was a wood block, you know, and so you have those three sounds and then i sat on a cajon uh -huh. that had a reverse uh you know a reverse, reverse beater kick. on it uh -huh. so i could have a kick drum and i could have a hi-hat and a little splash you know and then a wood block for color mm -hmm. uh and that was uh how i went out on on the streets and those were sort of the first coordinations that i put together wow and then the second iteration was that I felt like, wow, okay, I'm, I'm, ha I'm having fun. I'm feeling coordinated. I want to expand. So I went and got a traditional hi-hat uh, stand, and I put that also on my right foot. So I could do heel, uh, kick drum with my heel and hi-hat with my toe, <laughs> right, yeah. all, on, all on one foot. Jeez. And then I found, you know, Pearl manufactures an eight-inch snare drum, timbale, and there's a bracket you can get to uh, to use traditional foot pedals um, with these instruments. So then I, I graduated from the, the sort of little percussive instruments to a legitimate snare drum uh, with a drum foot pedal, a legitimate uh, tambourine with a drum foot pedal, and then I still had the wood block, right? It's like a rim yeah. shot. Yeah. or an accent and now i had a real a real hi-hat which could also be a splash 
you know, you could really crash right. that high. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, if you go to my, if you go to my YouTube page, you can see, uh, you can see those different sets. And if you look at pictures, you can see the evolution. There's a video on uh, my YouTube page from Skowhegan State Fair, where I'm rocking the, you know, the hi hat and yeah. the, kick, the snare drum. You can see that. And, uh, and then once I felt that that was coordinated within the last, within the last six to eight months, um, uh, Farmer Pete, as I call them, <laughs> Farmer, you know, Farmer Foot Drums. They make, um, you know, they make like so. The products I've been using are the the uh, the Volkswagens, right? Right. And then they make they make the Porsches, oh, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. and they make the the Lamborghinis, if you will, right? Uh-huh. Sure. Um, so within the last year, I invested in a Porsche oh, <laughs> and got this this backpack drum kit, right? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. now I'm really uh, I'm really sort of getting closer to that Dick Van Dyke uh, aesthetic and persona. Yeah, you like show up with your backpack, un- unzip, and you're ready to roll. A little bit. I mean, I try to progress the show, and I start with a, the smaller rig and the foot pedals, and yeah. then I graduate, you know, because yeah. it's a lot of work to do 45 minutes for an hour with a backpack drum kit, man. Yeah, sure. A lot, that's, of, that's um, a lot of work. Wow, wow. So, like, the, the muscle memory, like, mm. I can only imagine going from zero to to what you're doing now is it starting to feel more natural are you feeling like real confident about it uh it is starting to feel more natural and i my my confidence continues to grow Uh but you know i i definitely there's a whole other element that i haven't even i have one more limb that i can tie off yeah and i haven't even gone there yet oh geez Uh Uh, so it's 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 a, a process it's a process yeah. well it's that's amazing uh thanks for thanks for indulging me you, you know i've been curious about that since i, since oh, I yeah. ca- caught wind of it um so the new record is camp songs volume one and um i've given it a, a a sound and thorough listening and i can't wait for volume two but you have time let's focus on volume one right now um your style not not only um is it unique i think from a how you approach it you know like you're you're playing but um i think stylistically the way you're, you're coming at it i'd say for me it sounded like a like a ragtime bluesy kind of feel um and i think that's uh that's unique as well and um the uh the hole in the bucket right i love that tell me how did that how did that collaboration come out um <clears throat> well the um I had written the song, and I mean, I, I kind of loved. There's a whole. I love. I love the hole in the bucket. The whole, I love it's it. Right, it's as, a hole in the bucket. You know, right. I, I feel like there's a whole history of comedy, which is just. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but it, it, that that was a song I wanted to do it. Uh-huh. And I wasn't gonna do it slow and and silly. Uh, and so you just you just start to fiddle and you and you hit on something mm-hmm. that you go yeah, yeah. Um, and then I you know I I it was a natural idea to say well I'm singing the song as KB Worley not as Dear Henry right um, and then who am I singing the song to is sort of the next question well who is Liza right um, and you know the first idea was my daughter whose ha- whose name is Lila. Uh-huh. And that would have been an easy kind of choice. 
but you sort of have to let go of the first and the easy choice, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, life lessons, yeah. yeah. Life lessons. And then I just sort of, so I just hit on the idea that that um, the themes that are important to me in kids' music and in parenting uh, are are sort of where lyrically my imagination goes. And so the hole in the bucket isn't that meaningful to kids unless it's, you know, a lesson about perseverance or something, right? right? Uh, and, but, uh, you know, but a hole in the heart, uh, seemed like something that was in my wheelhouse and was Mm -hmm. natural for Mm -hmm. me to kind of get into. And then this, you know, and then the story just comes as you fiddle and play, um, so that's the song. And then I was in Brooklyn and I've known Jazzy Ash for a few years and we were, um, we were sitting together and I said, Jazzy, I got to play you the song that I, I have. And I played it for her and she said, Oh my God, you've got to let me sing it. And oh, I said, nice. well, I was kind of hoping you'd say that because, <laughs> you know, I think it would be a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds, it sounds, uh, I mean, it's beautiful, right? It's, it's great. Um, and what I what I appreciate about this album and uh, in, in your artistic approach is that, you know, this is camp songs and camp songs can get a little, they can go, they can skew hokey. Let me say they sure. can skew hokey. But you did it in a very, like your artistic integrity stayed, stayed oh, wow. like rock solid the whole way through. So that's a, <laughs> that's a big compliment. Um, when I was introduced to you by Johnny Bragar, um, he said that you were groovy as heck. So I thought that you would uh, you would want to know that compliment from him, and I agree with that. I think that you know, again, what you're doing is amazing. So, um, and unique and creative and fun and like all of the, all of the good words, all of the good yeah. words apply. Thank you. So, Thank you. of course. So, um, as a uh, I, you know, we're in summer camp season, right? Like you're you're home, but I'm in a parking lot outside right. of a camp. What was yeah. your uh, what was your favorite thing to do at camp? Oh gosh, my favorite thing to do at camp. Uh, so I went to a, a boys overnight camp in Maine mm-hmm. for about five or six years. And there are so many answers to this question, sure, right? Sure. Uh, but we had color war. Oh, and it was pretty it was pretty serious. Uh-huh. Color war. Um, and there was an event called the Message to Garcia and it was a relay race. And it took all day to uh-huh. complete this relay race. And every single boy, you know, so the camp is divided into two teams. And on each team, every single camper from aged 8 to aged 15 years old is responsible for one or more legs of this relay race. Yeah. And, and you know, it's and so you follow this thing around. I mean, there's, there's 300 tasks that you have to do right to complete the race yeah and so it was such it was really kind of wild uh i think that a lot of what i love in culture right now kind of has to do with those sorts of you know like i'm thinking of flash mobs or uh you know kind of impromptu improvisational even even film when things happen in real time and kind of unfold in front of you uh to me it harkens back to the experience of participating and observing uh you know as a 10 year old an 11 year old a 12 year old this event so that's my answer right now that's a (laughs) strong answer strong answer with depth i like that 
So how can uh, how can listeners of the Good Stuff Kids podcast connect with you? Oh my gosh! Well, they can come to a show, mm-hmm. but that's only if you live close by. Uh-huh. And uh, they can visit my website and leave me a message. Cool. And um, you can buy my album on iTunes and yeah, Amazon yeah. Yeah, and write yeah. me a review so that uh-huh. more and more people and share and tell people about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all those good, all the things. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, best of luck as uh, the summer progresses and doing big things with the record. You too, sir. Thank you so much. Great talking with you. All right. Great to meet you. Cheers. Cheers. It is, it is with great happiness and joy that I welcome back what looks like uh, five out of seven? Or is nope, everybody all seven are here. Oh, seven out of seven. We are all, in, all in the frame. We are all in my cubicle. Okay, seven out of seven from Chibi Kodama, who are here because they're doing something um, pretty cool that I wanted to uh, wanted to see if we could help get the word out about. So tell me a little bit. What's coming up for you guys that is uh, so exciting? Well, next weekend on July the 9th, we are going to do our first ever online couch concert. And what that means is that, well, we know we have people who listen to our music kind of all over the country and we can't really travel all over the country. And so um, at the encouragement of Jason Didner and the Jungle Gym Jam, he encouraged me to try doing like an online acoustic show. And so you'll be able to write in, make requests, ask us questions. We'll be sitting there in our living room um, and just doing our thing and play a whole bunch of songs acoustic. Probably gonna be about an hour long and we'll talk we'll laugh it'll be really fun will you provide us with a link that i can put up so that people can easily log on to see this i absolutely will it's at concert window slash chibi kodama concert oh that's easy enough to remember dot com slash chibi kodama and you're and and you're like actually selling tickets right yeah it's a one dollar admission ticket the best deal in town yeah it's kind of like uh putting your hat out though You, you, you can leave tips if you like what you hear and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. And there'll be like some special deals on the downloads of the CDs and stuff like that. You know? Right. And uh, that will only be exclusive for that moment. And it, and if it works out, like some people have said, uh, we can't make it that time. We'd love to do it again. We might do an encore one the next weekend. Yeah, awesome. That's great. So so we got we got other we got the whole band there. So is the whole band pumped up for this one? Mm-hmm. Are you guys excited to do the online couch concert? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're finding it very fun to play acoustic. Yeah? Great. Yeah, it's pretty liberating. Do you girls got anything to say about that? I'm excited. You're excited? Yeah. Actually, I... Oh, you want come on in here so we can hear you. Come here. I'm coming. Leave the chair. <laughs> I prefer being in front of small crowds than big crowds. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, you know, if it's just you guys on the couch... Then you don't know, like it's just you guys, right? You can you can really yeah. We don't see the faces people are making when they're cringing at our bad notes. No way, all smiles, all smiles, all the time. So, what are some of the songs that you guys are are prepping for this? Oh, uh, Mother Dearest, twenty dollars, twenty more dollars, Ordinary, That Way, uh, a good chunk of Dragons we actually do. Cool. There's a few. Um, songs from stardust good few songs from stardust we do um and uh one or two from our very first album that we keep that are fun yeah that that we that we uh keep around for for fun like the night is the time it's this big booming uh lullaby that we stomp out on 
great. That's fun. Well, this sounds really, really cool. I wish you uh, tons of luck. Not only this, but for for the Chibi Kodama fans of the world, there's a there's a big move happening. So we wish you guys luck as you <laughs> get in on the ground floor. Right. Every, and so this will this concert be in the new place? It will yes. be in the new place with our brand new high speed internet. All right. Yeah. And All so right. Awesome. Pretty stoked about that. We we hope to do a lot more like this. We're even going to try to figure out how to do an online electric concert. And, Whoa. Uh, okay. With Christmas lights. Very cool. Very light so, ski. You get a little smoke machine, yeah. some bubbles. You guys are all set. Yeah. <laughs> that would be clear. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Totally. See you guys later. He likes to eat, eat, eat. And he's a lawyer. He likes to eat, eat, eat. And he's a lawyer. Josh the lawyer who just got off the train from Philadelphia. Josh, are you there? I'm here, Michael. Did you eat something in Philadelphia? I did. It was a special day because I had a Philadelphia cheesesteak. Really? Have you ever had one yeah. before? I have many times. It's one of my favorite things. Tell me why. Well, it's a special sandwich and it might sound familiar to good stuff podcast listeners because it's similar to what I ate a few weeks ago but it's a sandwich with bread uh, meat cheese peppers and that's about it huh did you get it, it what kind of cheese is it oh that's a good question I got provolone uh, traditionally people get cheese whiz but we know you know and I know that doesn't sound nearly as good as provolone not nearly as good. Did you get messy when you ate this cheesesteak? I did not get nearly as messy as I did when I ate the Italian beef sandwich. This one was not dipped in gravy like the other one was. <laughs> that one was delicious, and this one was also delicious. The difference, this one was a lot more steamy than the Italian beef sandwich. A lot more steamy? Steamy. What is yeah, that? Yeah, there's steam what? coming off the sandwich. Oh, well, for the, for the cheesesteak, they cook it to order, so... Uh, the the kind gentleman was cooking the meat with the peppers and put it right on the bun and it melted the cheese and it was uh, really really good that way. Wow! So yeah, did you get anything on your shirt? No, I am very proud of myself. I was wearing a suit and a tie because I am a lawyer and I was told off here for business, <laughs> and I kept it clean. Which was a big accomplishment for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. that doesn't usually happen. So, if you had two clients that were both needed legal representation, one of them was El's Italian Beef, and the other was Spartanos. Sorry if we're saying that wrong. Which do you think has a more airtight case that cannot lose? Now, I wasn't expecting to answer these questions <laughs> in these terms. That's very difficult. They both have very strong cases to make. I think I need to go with the Philadelphia cheesesteak because it's cooked to order. And I huh. can't get over that. Well, I hope you get hungry soon. And uh, when you do, will you let me know what you eat so that we can talk about it? I will. I have my mindset on bibimbap. Bibimbap. You want me to call you when I eat bibimbap? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. It sounds good. I'm excited to tell you all about it.
Thanks for listening today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks to KB for checking in, talking to us all about camp and music. I want to thank Chibi Kodama and wish them great luck as they do their couch concert. The link can be found on the Good Stuff Pod website. And I also want to thank Josh Lawyer. Everything that you need to know that's Good Stuff Podcast related can be found at goodstuffpod.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, subscribe, comment, like, share, do it all. It is all in the name of good stuff. Hope everyone has a great week. Talk to you very, very soon. Good stuff.